Inshallah, short khatira today about one of the verses in the Quran that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses to describe this dunya. And this verse is Surah Al-Hadid, verse 20. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I'lamu annama al-hayatu dunya la'ibun wa lahun wa zinatun wa tafakhurun baynakum wa takathurun fil amwali wal awlad. Allah says five things about this dunya. I'lamu, be aware, know, realize, have this certain knowledge. Annama al-hayatu dunya. That this world is nothing but. Annama here means Allah Azza wa Jal is saying this whole world is one of these five things. This whole world is one of these five categories. Now, our scholars say this doesn't mean that every single aspect of this dunya is one of these five because no doubt good deeds do not come under these five categories. Rather what Allah is saying, the majority of what mankind does is these five categories. The bulk or the default is that mankind involves themselves in these five categories. What are these five categories? Number one, What is la'ib? We all know what la'ib means, to play. And playing is something you do to bring comfort to the body, to bring comfort to the body, to spend some time, to pass the hours away. But generally speaking, the benefit is not as much as the time invested. This is what la'id is. And that is the reality of playing, right? That's what we call playing on our games, playing on our Wii or the Xbox, right? Playing, playing outside. Generally speaking, the amount of time you invest, what is the main purpose of it? To pass the time. You want to cut some hours away, right? To find some merriment in the body. And what do you gain back from the play? You gain some benefit. There's a little bit of faida, But generally speaking, the benefit is not worth the time invested, especially when the playing becomes long. This is la'ib. Number two is lahu. Lahu means that which wastes your time. What is the difference between la'ib and lahu? La'ib, generally speaking, it is permissible even though what you gain is not worth the time invested. And if you spend too much time in la'ib, then it becomes a type of lahu. Lahu is a waste of time. There is no benefit. La'ib, if you do it a little bit, there is some benefit. Is that clear? And lahu is a complete waste of time. And the purpose you do lahu is to stall yourself from doing that which is of benefit and importance, right? Scrolling down the Facebook and internet is not la'ib, this is lahu, okay? Just TikTok videos, that's not la'ib, that is lahu. Just wasting time with no value, that is not la'ib, that is lahu. So Allah says, know that this hayat dunya is la'ib and lahu. And number three, zina. Zina, glittering, beautiful, shiny. That's what zina is. You know, like a child is given a toy, zina, right? Something that is shiny and beautiful. It looks nice, but once again, very little value to you. So zina, it's something that the eyes find comfort in. But the value is not worth the pleasure given to your eyes. There's an outer layer of beauty and then not much benefit to this. Glitter, zina. Number three. Number four, tafakhurun baynakum. Boasting, who has the more? Tafakhur. Who has the more? The better job, 
the better car, the better spouse, the better house. And number five, takathurun fil amwali wal awlad. So tafakhur is boast, takathur, you want to have the largest quantity of wealth and children. And there's elements of both in, in these ones. Now before we move on to the second half, this is half of the verse. One of the great mufassirun of the last century, At-Tahir ibn Ashur, a very great and intellectual, a genius. He commented on this verse in a very powerful manner. He said, these five descriptions are actually the stages of life of the average person. These five descriptions are actually the stages of life. How so? When you're a child, what do you mostly do? Laib. Play. What does a child do? Go outside and play games. Actually, I should say, when I was a child, we would go outside and play games. As for our children, what do they do? Stay inside and play games, right? When I was a kid, we take our bikes, the BMX, go and do this and that. that you go play hide and seek. You actually go do physical activities. That's laib, right? When you become a young man, a teenager, then you become engrossed in lahu, wasting time. It's not even laib anymore. You have so much you need to do when you're 17, 18, 19, right? You have to establish so much. But what do most of the people at that stage do? Complete waste of their time, lahu. So lahu becomes the teenage years or the young boy and girl phase, right? Lahu. Number three is what? Who remembers? Zina. When you get to the prime, 21, 22, 23, now you dress, you show off. You have to impress, dress to impress, right? You have the zina, ladies at their prime, 19, 20, 21. That's zina, men at their prime, right? Going to the gym, working out. They have to boast about who they are. They have to have that outer glitter. That zina is there, right? Then when they move on to their late 20s, early 30s, the career becomes established. The money comes starting in. Now, what do you have to do? I have to have the best career, the best job, tafakhur. I need to establish my, you know, area, my domain. I need to be number one. Everybody should be speaking about me. Then as you grow older and older, 40s, 50s, right? And now you have done all of this. Now it has to be who really has the greatest amount of wealth, takathur. Who has the greatest, the largest. Now when you come close to the older age of retirement, now it is about takathur. So Allah Azza wa Jal, now by the way, all five occur at every stage of your life. Right? But Ibn Ashur points out that these five, they're actually the most predominant at each one of these stages. When you're young, the most is here. Then as you grow older, this, 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 until it is all over. And of course, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions all five of these descriptions. Allah mentions them in different places in the Quran. Multiple times Allah says, Multiple times, right? And Allah Azza wa says, Multiple times Allah talks about this world. The flowering of this world. So multiple times Allah describes this world as la'ib, this world as lahu, this world as zina, and this world as tafakhur, takathur, al-hakum takathur, right? This competition has destroyed you. This one verse combines all five of them. That's why it's unique in the Quran. But other verses mention every one of these in separate areas of the Quran. Then Allah concludes this verse 
with an example that is once again found throughout the Quran. An example that is found in at least half a dozen different locations, right? So the example of this world. So first Allah uses five adjectives. Then Allah gives a parable. Allah gives a metaphor. Allah gives a symbolism. Something we see, He wants us to compare it to this world. This world is like rain. Ghayth is like rain. That this rain comes down, that nabat comes out, that the trees and the flowers and the greenery comes out, right? And the kuffar here, the kuffar are amazed at it. Now here, kuffar does not necessarily imply the one who rejects Islam. A number of scholars said, in fact, Ibn Mas'ud said, the kuffar of this verse means the farmer. Believe it or not, don't laugh here, a kafir is called a farmer and a farmer is called a kafir, right? Every farmer can be called a kafir, but not the kafir opposite of iman. Because there's a linguistic meaning of kafara. Kafara linguistically means to cover. Kafara linguistically means to cover. From the linguistic meaning, we have the kufr who rejects Iman because he's covered his fitrah, he's covered his soul. So the kafir is called kafir because the kafir covers what should be coming out, right? And the farmer is called kafir, not because he rejects Allah. Linguistically, the farmer is called the kafir here because he has covered, what has he covered? The seed. He plants the seed and he covers it. So, kamathari ghaythin, as the, 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 the example of the ghayth that So the kuffar are amazed at it is sprouting forth. Now, Ibn Mas'ud said the kuffar here is the farmer, but also Allah intends the kuffar. Double entendre as it's called. The pun is intended here, right? Because the kafir is deluded more with this dunya than the Muslim. So Allah uses a term that implies both meanings here, right? So, Then it becomes dry. Then it becomes yellow. Then it becomes dead and hay. The cycle of grass, the cycle of the crops. No crops last more than a few months. Every single crop, it sprouts forth, gives its fruits, then the next cycle begins. And this is a reality that every human being knows. Allah Azza wa says, this is like the world. When the crops are growing, when it's fertile, there's so much hope and optimism, you're looking forward to it. But it's only a matter of time. Firstly, our scholars say, there's the metaphor of fragility. You know the seed that comes forth, how fragile is it, right? No seed when it comes out is strong. It's so fragile, so too life is fragile. So too, anything can destroy it. Secondly, temporary. How long will that last? Few weeks, few months, that's it. And then a new batch comes for the next season. So Allah Azza wa Jal is saying, the cycle of life, you come forth, you're young, you're strong, you sprout forth, you give your seed, then you wither away, then you become weak, 
like elderly age. Literally, you become weak in elderly age. Just like the stock goes down, so to the elderly person goes down. Just like the stock becomes weak, so too an old person becomes weak. Just like the cycle of the plant, Allah is saying the cycle of the human being. And then what happens? Then, there is no life anymore and it becomes lifeless. Hey, the corpse goes into the ground, literally fed back in to the so soil, right? And then Allah says, in the hereafter, there's only two end results. Either punishment or forgiveness from Allah and His pleasure. And Allah says, Know that this world is nothing other than This is a common phrase again, a common phrase in the Quran. Mata' means a temporary pleasure. Mata' temporary pleasure. Ghurur, the temporary pleasure of deception. It's not even a temporary pleasure of permanency. It is a temporary pleasure of deception. This is a pleasure that deceives you. If you become too involved, you will lose track of the higher purpose. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keeps on reminding us, this world is temporary. This world is fragile. This world is not forever. This world is la'ib and lahu. This world is zina, tafakhur, takathur. So how then and why should we become so involved in this world that we forget the hereafter? This is a common theme of the Quran over and over again. Brothers and sisters, Allah keeps on telling us, فَلَا تَغُرَّنَّكُمُ الْحَيَاةُ الدُّنْيَا وَلَا يَغُرَّنَّكُمْ بِاللَّهِ الْغَرُورِ Let not this world deceive you. Don't be fooled by this world. We have a world after this one. And don't be deceived by the deceiver. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to always allow us to look through the, the temporary nature of this world, to allow us to see the permanence of the hereafter. We ask Allah azza wa to never allow the love of this dunya to become deep-seated in our hearts. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to be travelers in this world, looking forward to our permanent place in the hereafter. We ask Allah to allow us to utilize this world to attain our righteous place in the hereafter. Wajazakumullahu khairan wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. إن المسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات والقانتين والقانتات والصادقين والصادقات والصابرين والصابرات والخاشعين والخاشعات والخاشعين والخاشعات والمتصدقين والمتصدقات والصائمين والصائمات والحافظين فروجهم والحافظات والذاكرين الله كثيرا والذاكرات أعد الله لهم مغفرة وأجرا عظيما